Great Adventure theme park. We've scared up the fun in shows like the all-new Night Creatures with the Crypt Keeper and a bigger and better hayride to the unknown. Plus, all the heart-pounding rides. Fright Fest is open every Friday night and all day Saturday and Sunday now through October 29th. So don't just creep in. Hurry. There's so much family fun, the scariest part is missing it. Get these great savings with coupons at participating Pathmark stores. Pathmark store. Is Pathmark even open anymore? Pathmark's gone, so, right? <laughs> That's an old commercial. <laughs> All right. We had a little bit of a technical difficulties, but we are now live. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Some Great Adventures, the podcast for old friends who met and worked a hell of a long time together at Six Legs Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. Chat about our time at the park. I am Steve Hicks and my co-hosts are... Scott Loudon. Chris Peluso. Andy Oletti. All right. Oh, hold on. Hold on. You're, we're going to save oh, you for last. We are saving the best for last. Hold on. Peluso. <laughs> we got to kick him out, man. <laughs> I feel like I'm back at the park. Melio's already giving me shit. Look at this. He's great. He's so great. All right, boys. Our podcast continues to be possible by our friends at the Shared Universe Podcast Studio. Everybody look them up if you have any on their Facebook or direct website. If you have any podcast needs, we're also recording live via Facebook Live. Uh, video will be available on our Facebook page. Audio version will be available in a few days on all podcasting platforms. So, boys, we have all been anxiously awaiting having this guest host on. When we first started this podcast, we made a list up of what guest hosts we would like. And top of the list with the bullet was our brother in arms from rides, Mr. John Nelio. How the hell are you, John? How you guys doing? Good, good. So we we always like to start out by like having our guests uh, talk about basically their past at the park, their whole GA career. When did you start? When did you leave? Why did you leave? And what positions did you have while you're there? So now I'm going to pass it fully off on you, John. It's all you. It sounds like he could fill up a whole hour just on this. Millions got know, more right? than any of us. Well, you guys, uh, I started in 91 at the uh, park as a ride operator in uh, 220. Back then, 220, Lock Flume. Uh, where were we? Uh, lock Flume, uh, Rolling Thunder, you know, Bugs Bunny Land. Not BBNP as they call it today. <laughs> uh, you know, I started there, moved over to uh, 160 at the time and worked on lightning loops. And from that point on, I went and became a trainer in rides. And then a year and a half later, I moved into the supervisor role out in 230 at that time, which was Scream Machine, Parachutes, uh, a couple other rides there. Joust about, can't forget that one. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I stayed in the park till about 2001. And at the end of 2001, um, they offered me a full-time position. So I made the decision to retire from teaching and I moved into a full-time position as a um, park services supervisor, grounds at that time. Um, stayed there for two years and then the kind of shit hit the fan over there in 2004. It was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, up and down. Uh, yeah. We didn't have uh, a set park president. Uh, they were running the uh, park out of uh, the Northeast with uh, one of the um, uh, vice presidents. Uh, a lot of stuff going down there. So I decided at that time it was best to 
take a hike. And I went up and worked um, for Homeland Security up in Newark Airport for two years. And then came back to the park in 2007. Um, Billy came back to the park at that point also, because he left and uh, he brought me back. Uh, and in July of that same year, uh, they promoted me back up to full-time supervisor. And by Christmas, they uh, made me a manager. And that's where I was up until uh, this past July when I decided enough was enough. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know what? It's, you know, I got I to gotta enjoy myself a little bit. And I think, I think what really happened was uh, COVID-19. Um, when, we, when we went through that, uh, the park uh, you know, closed for a while. Um, they 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 delay everybody off. They sent everybody home except for a few uh, people to uh, keep an eye on everything over there. Uh, I was one of the people that stayed home, and uh, I figured at that time, you know, I enjoyed it. My grandkids, my kids came over every day, like a party. And uh, I said, you know what, I could do this all the time. So I made the decision back in May to uh, uh, announce my retirement, and I left in July. So. That's it. It's 28 right. years minus the two. I mean, that's 30 years minus the two. So it was 28 years at Great Adventure. So it was a run. Wow. wow. Congrats, man. That's, yeah, that's great to you. Congratulations, up, John. You know, so there we are. You know, Peluso, you know, we, we worked together in uh, back then it was 160. You know, Hell yeah, man. Andy and the 220. <laughs> Scott, you're all over the place. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to work with me. I understand. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. I really did. I, I had a great time there. And, uh, and as I, I talked to Steve earlier in the week, I said, you know what? The shit gets in your blood, man. You yeah. just, you know, it, it's, it, it becomes your home after a while. But, you know, uh, there's a time when you got to say, that's it. You got to cut it. Yeah. You know, it's weird, though. You have the distinction of, well, first of all, I don't think any of us even realized that you had gone back. We knew you left yeah. and we didn't realize you went back. So when you announced your retirement this year, every one of us was like, fucking Neilio is still there. Like we had yeah. no idea. Like we, cause we thought the last person that I think all of us knew that's still there is Robbie in shows. That's it. Out, out, outside of Robbie. Robbie Zumstead. Yeah. Yeah. None of us remembered anyone else being. Well, that's not true. Cause I think Rich Giannone is still, in still there. Yeah, He's still there too. But otherwise like we don't, we don't really know anyone from our era that's still there. So that kind of shocked us. But also you just said something that all of us did not realize. At least I don't think we ever did before. At least we never mentioned it. You're the only person that worked 130. None of us ever yeah. worked 130 or even talk. We skip 130 on almost everything because all we've ever done is cover it. None of us ever worked it. I was going to say yeah. I've only covered it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, it, I think 130 was probably one of the best sections in the park. I loved it. I loved the Scream Machine. You know, Parachutes was there. Uh, they had a joust about at the time. They put a couple of those carnival rides in to jump oh, and, yeah. and shit like that. But, you know, it, it was great. And then uh, Peluso and, and uh, uh, what are we calling them? Oh, the cult leader. They decided, <laughs> they decided to go to one of the full-time supervisors and get transferred over to 160. And I hated that shit. Especially climbing up free fall. Holy shit. Oh, 150. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. 160. Yeah. I, I remember you telling me all the time, I loved 130. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good. It was, it was a good run, guys. I mean, I enjoyed it. it well, John, where, where did you work? What section did you work the most as a seasonal soup? Uh, I want to say 130. Okay. Uh, so, boom. Screaming. So, you. 
you've just locked in what we all say early. Like we, we had a couple episodes where we did an East versus West thing and it was me and Andy on the West versus Scott and Peluso on the East. And at the end of the day, we all agreed the reason why we even have an East versus West is because wherever you spent the most of your time as a seasonal soup, that's generally, or, or as a lead, a ride lead, that's where your loyalty lies. Like it doesn't matter. We've all covered every section of the park at the end of the day, pretty much, but it doesn't fucking matter when you talk about like your best times, it's where you spent your most time. So I was, that was a, that was a loaded question. Cause I almost knew you were going to say one thirty because as soon as you said, you start there, I was like, I guarantee that's where he is. Like loyalty lies, which by the way, also proves the top half of the screen is three to fucking two West <laughs> rules, okay? Because that Delio's our boy. So. <laughs> there, yeah. there was a, you know, I, I, I wholly admitted, like, there was no relaxation. There was very little fun. Based on Batman, like, in my land, it was all based on all Batman right. and Freefall and some sort of ridiculous pride in running up that fucker three, 13 times a night or something right, like that. Right. I'm going to have to that's get off of it. this train because, like, I we had plenty of fun where I was. Oh, at. no. I mean, that's why I said just 150. Like, yeah. 60? I heard it was a laugh riot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless you were baking on the, in the sun at the bottom of the slides. Yeah. It was a that's lot true. Of fun. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. We're stuck in the 160. I'll tell you. When they put the chiller in, fuck that place, man. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty uh, crazy. John, you I remember. had the right stuff, right? When the right stuff opened, yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah 130. I always remember that. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. They moved, they moved right the space stuff. shuttle there. Remember when they did that? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, right man. stuff Good gets time. shit on, but I love the the Dino Adventure. I fucking yeah. love the Dino Adventure. Yeah, right stuff, good. man. Yeah. That thing Dino rocked. I mean, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was great, right? I mean, yeah. the Top yeah. Gun one was okay, but the Dino yeah. one that was fucking fun, man. Yeah, and that's why they only like kept it for like a month or two, right? Of course, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think it was just supposed to be a fright fest type thing. I think that's yeah. what it was supposed to be, but unfortunately, well, it really was the best. Yeah, they did Elvira for Fright Fest. Remember that? Oh yeah, Elvira yeah. was the fright fest one. Yeah, that was okay. You know, I mean, it just you know, they put that big goddamn building up, and then three years later, it's empty. It became yep. a goddamn storage facility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, me and, me and yeah. Scott went there. Uh, we went there two weeks ago, and it's one of the fucking haunted mazes. They yeah, put it yeah. inside it there. Oh. It about four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, and which was, was actually smart. That was that was actually yeah. good because we went there on a rainy day. So it was kind of nice when they had indoor things. We were like, "All right, it's cool," you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was one of the better ones too. It was. It was actually definitely one of the better ones. I think that's probably because they had all that room. I remember yep. the other one. Darkness was one. I forgot what the other one they called it, but it was yeah, good. they did a good job. Robbie, Robbie does a good job over there at Fry Fest. Everybody he does. does he does. Yeah. Although, you know, so I did a little research and it's funny because there's different what they consider errors. Like if you go to the Wikipedia for Six Flags, there's it breaks it down into ownership errors, basically. And so our all of us except you are from the Time Warner era, which is considered 1990 to 97. So that's really where all of us had our bulk of our time because most of us bailed in 97, 97, 98. Then Premier came in. Right. Exactly. And then uh, Premier came in 98 to 2005. And uh, so, and, and, you know, that's, that's sort of where I guess Peluso kind of crossed over a little bit. Then there's what they call the Shapiro era, which is Mark Shapiro as a CEO. And that looks like it runs from 2006 to 2010. 
And then it goes to uh, uh, Weber Anderson, which is Al Weber and uh, Jim Reed Anderson. And that's their era was 2010 to 2019. I don't know who the fuck the CEO is right now, but that's that's um, it literally uh, doesn't even mention who took over after uh, 20. Can't, can't think of his name. I don't like the guy. I didn't like him. I, didn't I like was going to say, clearly you don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't like the, I didn't like the guy from when I met him. I just thought he was fake. But, you know, right. that was just me. And I said it. And uh, I said, yeah, I don't know. Damn right you said it, Neil. I know you said it. That's awesome. <laughs> Pretty distinctive, though. Look how many eras of fucking CEOs you made it through. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Like, you outlasted them all. Yeah. You did. You, you, that, that's hell yeah. pretty goddamn impressive, all. my friend. It's pretty well, fucking impressive. Then in the park presidents, holy shit. We went through enough of those guys, too. That's crazy, man. Um, I think we started the same year. You said 91, right, Neil? 91, yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I think that's when I started. That's awesome. It was just a summer job for me. You know, I was teaching. Yeah, yeah, me too. How bad was was COVID last year, John? Did it, I mean th- the park did end up opening toward the end of the year, right? Yeah, oh yeah, we opened. We opened in uh, July, uh, right okay. after the Fourth of July. We opened the theme park, and then uh, at the end of July, we opened up the water park. It was it, you know it was okay. You know you had to do the reservation shit and all that. You know right. they never stuck to it. People would come there and they'd let them in anyway. So you know, yeah, yep. uh, it, it really and we had a lot of complaints from the guests too that hey, you know, it's supposed to be COVID, you're supposed to be uh, distancing. Uh, all these people are here, too many people. But they had a cap; they knew exactly what they were going to let in, whether you had a reservation or not. They weren't turning anybody away. Right. I was laughing because uh, we um, we you know we we don't talk too much about the current park because we don't really know the current park. Like and and to be honest with you, me and Scott visited twice this year. That's the most I visited in like twenty years. You know what I mean? Like we never go back. Like it's weird, but we just don't go back. But we were talking a little bit about like the effects of probably COVID on it. And we were laughing because we're like, when we heard they opened the water park, I'm like, that's exactly what I want to do. Go into that water in a pandemic where people are like, you know, God knows what that fucking water. Oh yeah. Talk about a super spreader. Fuck that. (laughs) I gotta say, yeah, I gotta give it to them though. They did control that water park. They they didn't have more than 2,500 people in there. So it, it wasn't too bad. So you know, it, it was kind of, you, and a lot of people didn't really go, even though they had a cap on it. They really didn't get that many people there. So That's it was good. Water park worked out well. Plus, we also know that, and me and Scott can attest to this from just walking by the log flume. They, they, there's so much fucking chlorine and shit put in that water, dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the pandemic can last through what water. There might be a cure in that water. You know? <laughs> <laughs> The sanitizing guests as they go through. Oh, yeah. yeah. Andy, you wouldn't believe it. When we rode the log flume, when I went with my family like two months ago, I'm not shitting you. Like, my eyes were watering at the smell. <laughs> yeah. So fucking well, chlorinated. You know what? Yeah. I need to remember we didn't put any goddamn chlorine in the water. The water used to be black. Yep. Yep. yep yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. We could actually see, and like, the water was somewhat clear. We could actually kind of see through, yeah. you yeah. know. I mean, so, it, there were times there when you you didn't want that war even on you. So. No, <laughs> it, it, it had to prosper you know, town lake tar. Yeah, it, was, it had all that brown prosper town lake tar in it from the, the log flume area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So here's an interesting one, Neilio. We have a bunch of XGA employees that we all still hang out with, and their kids are now legacy work age. Okay, so they're they're legacy GA kids. They're all workable age. 
and none of them will work at the park. We actually, we, we, like we, Scott had a little bit of a party for his kid and some of the other kids were there and we, we were asking them like, why? And they're like, a few of our friends from high school work there and they can't fucking go home. Like they, even though they're minors, they don't get released. They get held. The parents have to sit outside waiting hours for them to get picked up. And it's like a nightmare. So none of us want to work there. That's what we heard from the kids directly. So that leads me, how bad is staffing right now? Like, is it well, bad? Maybe they're confusing them for like the illegal aliens that are working. <laughs> <right now. laughs> <laughs> do they still have those? I don't think they have them now, though. I don't oh, yeah. Well, the internationals? Oh, yeah. yeah they're they, oh, they're still there? Yeah. Okay. I thought that they park, stopped them. Let me tell you something. Without them, that park doesn't open. That bad, huh? That they many of them? They, nobody. Many? It's not just the kids from people that work there. Nobody wants to work there. That's the right. problem there. Right. I mean, if you they really should that, open up like an Epcot thing there, then and just uh, you know use the yeah people from around the world, world. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly that, that makes sense the origin that makes but sense you, but you think about it I mean uh, we used to get tons of kids from Jackson just the yeah. high schools alone not anymore let me tell you they 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 were actually trying to get people from Newark from Camden and they bust them in and they even they don't even last so you know. Without yeah. the internationals, those those guys, they work their ass off. They'll work seven days a week, 10, 15-hour days. Well, they just want to work and make the money. So you know, right, without, right. Us, without the internationals, that park doesn't open. What are you guys – what do they pay there now? What is the hourly rate for like rides? Well, it, rides I, – I, rides, they start at 12, okay, which is the minimum. Um some departments went up higher than that. My department, which was Park Services, we were paying fifteen dollars an hour for restroom attendants, and still couldn't get them. Wow! Did any of you guys hourly reach twelve dollars? I know I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I went full time, I got a little more than that. A little more than yeah. that. But uh, yeah, I didn't even. I, I Shit! Said, when we worked there, we were they were paying us seven dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't believe. You know, it. we were we didn't get shit, but they 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 keep they keep messing with the pay rates to try attract people. And one of the worst departments to get people is food service. They just oh. can't get anybody. Brutal. Well, <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> down the road is paying like fifteen an hour. You know, it's yeah. Tough I've to, seen yeah. eighteen, man. It's nuts. You're trying to compete with with McDonald's and Burger King and you know and all those all those little little stores. And we can't compete with them because they're paying fifteen dollars an hour, and all the kid has to do is walk out the door, go down the block, and he's at work. Well, Here you know it's funny. Yeah. So, so if you remember during our time, they opened up the GA Outlet Mall, and we everybody was shitting a brick because they were like, "Fuck, all the kids are going to go to this fucking outlet mall. They're all going to yeah. work in the AC. None of them are going to want to work." But we only lost a very small percentage yeah. of kids. Most of them hated the outlets more than the park. So we were lucky. We actually were able to maintain them. But when me and Scott went two weekends ago, we were laughing because right on the other side of where McDonald's is, they're opening up those fucking hotels now they're, that they're finally been trying to do for how many goddamn years. But they have all these other places they're opening up. And that's the first thing me and Scott were thinking is, where the fuck are they getting all these employees? Like, taking holy them great shit. That's, that's what, I, that's what we figured. Yeah. That's crazy. Hotel, I mean, the hotel, when the hotel opens up, that's going to be big. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. they're, they're going to take a lot of people. And we're, like I said, we have a trouble now getting people. 
to get it. I mean, I, you know, I, I think I picked a good time to retire. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because it really yeah. does sound like the double-edged sword. For, I mean, since back when we were there in the 90s, they were talking about putting the hotels up and how that would booster the attendance. Now they're putting the hotels up, but they can't actually get employees to work there. And then they got to employ all those other hotels and everything. So it's almost like that huge double-edged sword. They're going to get what they want. Now they're going to get more people coming to the park because of those hotels for sure but they can't fucking keep anything open and it is like me and scott noticed and i that noticed day, it with yeah. my family no rot like no, there is never an instance i've gone to that park now where everything's been open and it hasn't been weather related it's been clearly staffing related yeah. and it's kind of weird you know like it's really well, kind of weird i'll give you a good example of staffing problems when we opened up the park this year we didn't have reservations they had, right. to go back, they had to go back to reservations because right. they did not have enough help. I believe right. it. Yeah, that makes sense. We have we have a couple of people in the chat said a couple of things that are interesting. One, our buddy Rob Scholes from the West Side said, I started at mm. 335 an hour in 84. Yeah, that's about mm. when I started too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, Tell him uh, that's all he's worked it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Danny Benetti brought up a good point that actually I was at a Halloween party, all XGA people last night. And somebody said that who just quit there pretty recently as well, but was in a sales office that the, one of the big problems is they stopped giving OT. And so Danny said, bring back OT. And I heard that they, it's not like when we work there and you can get 85 hours and rides without even blinking an eye. I heard now that they put a cut to that shit and they don't do it anymore. Is that true? Wow. Well, they, they don't want people working seven days. They, 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 their, their thinking is they have to have one day off. That's number one. Number two, you know, um, it, it, it's a tough situation there. You know, it, it just, it's, even if they're working 85 hours, you still don't have enough people. But then when you start working those kind of hours, you're putting safety on the back burner. Oh, yeah. Because there's just absolutely no way that you can work those hours and be safe. Well, you remember what we'd have to do. I mean, it ended up being where once somebody hit 60 hours, you didn't allow them to work cables anymore. You didn't allow them to work the coasters anymore. They had to work the log flume or they had to work rapids and they had to go to station two or they had to go to, you know, shoot yeah. or spillway, which would piss off the log flume crew then because the regular crew who wasn't putting those hours now had to go fucking catch cable cars because somebody <laughs> needed to fucking sit in a chair to put in the hours. But it was like, it was like, you didn't have a choice, right? Like, sorry, yeah. you have to work BBL today, but this dude's on his 80th hour. So he's going to, you know, station, you know, yeah, when, they got rid, when they got rid of overtime, they really affected a lot of people. Was yeah. Operations yeah. couldn't get uh, overtime anymore. Um, uh, what was the other department? Operations, park services. Right. Um, we didn't get any overtime, but if you worked food service, you got overtime. If you worked retail, you got overtime. So we couldn't even use those people because if they came work for us and they had 40 hours, we had to pay their overtime. So we couldn't even use those to help. And wow. but that they've, they've gotten away from that overtime because it cost them a lot of money. Makes sense. Makes sense. So here's here's something me and Scott noticed, and we actually enjoyed. There's a lot of alcohol in the park again. Oh, a yeah. lot of alcohol, man. You can walk around. There's a lot of alcohol yeah. wherever you want to go. Yeah. And actually, really, the most comfortable places that we found were where they had the bars and the stools. Yeah. We were like, they're all under coat of cover, and they were yeah. just awesome, man. And they actually had a good selection. Yeah, and so usually that, there was like things money, for the baby. kids to do nearby, so you could just sit there and drink. It was awesome. Yeah, we figured it had to do with money, but the big question for Let you, me tell you is Scott. how many nine nine nine? Ten dollars a glass of beer, they go fuck themselves. I would drink. 
shitting me? You shitting me? Ten bucks? I gave you one beer and you're done. Get the hell out of there. We'll buy a case of gold. <laughs> they don't sell some kind of souvenir mug for like $49. Oh, no, they do. They do. Actually, we wanted to get it, but you can't bring it on a fucking ride. And we didn't want to pay $2 for a goddamn locker. But they had a skull that lights up and the beer gets put in it. And I was like, nice. that's so fucking cool. But I'm not carrying a fucking thing around and paying for a locker in every yeah, ride. Exactly. You know? Oh, yeah, man. It was the Batman scam, the locker shit, you know? <laughs> $10 a beer. So, so you make some good money on, on, on the alcohol. So. We oh, figured, yeah. We figured that was a major reason and and also in reality i mean it doesn't look like they opened the fest area at all and for a while that was the only place you were able to get alcohol was they would open that special area so it just makes sense if they spread well, it back out like they did you know they were yeah. probably looking at every other thing i mean disney and universal there's alcohol every 10 absolutely feet, you know well, so, so they're like so this also brings us back to the reason they originally got rid of alcohol in the park was because of all the fights in the fucking park. Yeah, which and the nine they don't have every 10 feet at the other place. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's a different, yeah. Well, it's a very different atmosphere, let's be honest. Between yeah, like yeah. We're more of a Wildwood atmosphere, Wildwood yes. boardwalk atmosphere. And you don't see that really in Disney. And don't get don't get me wrong. They do have fights there, but it's Universal way actually it's has had way an uptick. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. you can see them. You can look up the videos and see there's fights out there oh, left yeah. and right. But oh, it's yeah. never been anything like what we used to have. Not as frequent. Yeah. It's probably like the late 80s. I don't know if you've guys seen any of the store pages lately, but there's been a lot of – there's been an uptick in the amount of people getting in fights and getting thrown out of the park. Well, that's what oh, I was yeah. going to ask you. So, so were there any interesting nine nine nines that popped up now that they got all the booze back? You know, <laughs> yeah, no, not really, not really, because it was you know before pre COVID, we we did pretty good over there. I mean, we didn't have that much. We eliminated a lot of our problems. A lot of our problems were the buses coming from New York during Fright Fest. Yep, right. And that, right. that was that was our biggest problem. I mean, right. you know, those fucking mm. people were crazy. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I was doing. They would fight the state troopers. I mean, that's how bad it was. And we kind of got away from that. But I think post-COVID now, it's starting to go back to the way it was because tickets are cheap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and, and what happened prior to that is the prices were up there. It cost a lot of money to come into the park. I don't know. It was pretty crazy for us to get in the Wait, park. Let him, let him talk, and then we're going to jump in here, Scott. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Neil. I'm going to show you your cheap. Your, your, uh, your memberships are cheap. And then if you have, a, if you have a, I think it's the Platinum membership, you can buy a cheap ticket for your friends. I mean, at 50% oh, I didn't even know off. That so, you know, it, and, and you're bringing the wrong element in with, with the cheap tickets. And that's, that's the true. problem that happened. That's the problem that happened. So it's funny that you say the cheap tickets because so, you know, you, we saw at our commercial opening the Pathmark discount and everything. So me and Scott went for Fright Fest two Sundays ago. And, Wasn't no Pathmark discount. And, that's and for sure. we could we literally not a joke. We couldn't find a fucking coupon code for the no save our fucking lives. No coke can. No not coke, even a no coke can. Nothing. nothing. A virtual and, coke can. And <laughs> we had to book the shit online prior to going there. Like John was saying, you had to do the yeah. reservation thing. So. This is no joke. Just for me and Scott to go on a Sunday and be able to go during the day. So basically opening, you know, and then go to Fright Fest. So we also want to be able to go in all the Fright Fest attractions, right? And parking. It was $300 for oh, me and Scott. Shit. 300 exactly. It was like $297. And that's for one parking pass for the day and two tickets each. 
And we were like, what the fuck? But then this is what blew our mind. Scott goes, all right, well, we're here. Let's go see how much that upgrade thing is for the season's pass for next year. So we go over there. And for 31 fucking dollars, we get a season's pass each that includes parking, all parks, safari, water, and Six Flags, holiday in a park, and the rest of this year and all of next year. And I'm like, holy fuck the price disparity, man. <laughs> like, their, idea, their idea is to draw you in, get you in there at a higher price, and then worry about the cheap tickets well, next year. I, I mean, I guess they're, yeah, I guess they're also looking at the old mentality of please God buy the food here and play the games. And that's where we're going to make our money off of you. Right. Because yeah, right. truth to be told, I did not have food before we went there and I all, and, you know, I'm, I'm a vegetarian now, so they don't have a lot of food for me. I did make yeah. a point of walking by the way. Somebody in the last podcast bitched when we did a walk through the park that we did not <laughs> mention food service. I, I do have news for that person. Cause I can't remember the person's name between this and the next podcast. Me and Scott actually took a photo of every motherfucking food stand in that <laughs> park two weeks ago and every restaurant. We're going to compare it to back to what it was when we were in 97 and then post that up on our webpage so that there is a documentation of what still exists and what doesn't exist from food service compared nice. to 97. Because we skipped nice. it when we did our walkthrough like a couple podcasts ago. Um, yeah, we talked a little. We dabbled a little. We dabbled a little with Yum Yum, well, and uh, well, now you know, we have it all. We had every 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 little yep. stand documented. And I, I will attest, you, Steve yeah. has it all. He took a picture nice. of every freaking thing. I did pay thirteen fucking dollars for a little ass garden salad, and I was like, <laughs> "Holy shit, man! Six dollars for a water." But wait, I bought Scott one, so it only cost me eight dollars for two. <laughs> I was like, Holy shit! Yeah, it was pretty funny, dude. But then I guess they have they, they're trying to get you to buy I saw they have a food pass, right? So I guess that's why. If you buy the food pass, I guess you don't deal with that shit then, right? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they, well, that's the other thing. When they when they brought that food pass in, holy shit, man, I couldn't believe the price. They were giving they were actually giving food away at $79 for the season. Two meals a day, two uh two snacks to go along with it. Every day the park was open. Why the fuck didn't we buy it? Scott, why didn't we buy the food pass? What the fuck? (laughs) We can get it next time. It's all good. And I'm not kidding you when I say this, because I I worked up at the front gate a lot. We would physically have people come in, buy their food, put it in a container, and walk out the gate. Oh, my (laughs) God. Are you kidding? Every day you see the same people. Every day. That's fantastic. That's awesome. I love it. That's That's awesome, man. Unbelievable. We, in fact, there was one mailman who came every fucking day. Huh. His mail truck out front, walk in, get his food, walk back out, get his mail truck, and take. Oh off. my god, that's Use it awesome! Like a takeout. You can't eat one meal for seventy nine dollars. Go out to dinner. This is every day: dinner, lunch, and dinner, and and a snack. That's true. I'm trying to remember, Scott. How much did I pay for that that tofu dinner that was over in Boardwalk area? That was like twenty bucks, right? Probably. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. So, yeah, it was good though. I have to give them credit. They actually had one place that had tofu, they had like tofu um, Chinese food over in the boardwalk area where the right near the, I guess it was the boardwalk diner. I forget the name of the exact one because there, that whole strip where I guess it was, uh, used to be what, wacky wire and shit. That's all gone now. It's just food. It's just all food. There's no games there anymore. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. And, uh, but we did actually find yeah, something for me to eat. So, but it was pretty fucking, yeah, it was expensive, but it was good. I yeah, give them credit. Oh, yeah. It was good. Um, you're the only one 
I don't think it existed when any of us were still there. You're the only one that's actually been there when they created the second revenue stream. The first revenue stream that they started thinking out of the box was holy fuck, Fright Fest, which we'll go into Fright Fest in a few minutes because we, we definitely want to talk about Fright Fest. Fright Fest, though, was definitely something that started as just a weekend bullshit thing and then became yeah. a big revenue stream. And now they have Holiday in a Park, which Holiday I've park. yeah, I've never gone to. I don't think, Andy, never were you? Been. You weren't there when it was yeah. there, right? Peluso, no. Scott, you might. Yeah. Have you ever gone with your kid or anything or no? No. Mm-mm. You, weren't, so, you weren't there when they had the first, when they, when they did the first one out in the outer mall? Nope. They had a they had a nice rink and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. They had that that lasted for a year or two years and then they, they got rid of it because they were losing money. And then uh it was gone till uh till Fitzy came in as park president. Okay. And he brought Holiday to Park back because him and I had some we had some candid conversations. Let me tell you. <laughs> and uh when he when he brought I, I was kind of happy to see Holiday to Park come back because for us that was the best time of the year. Right. Families, families, families. No problems, no issues. You're open from one to eight, one to nine. And it was it was a nice time of the year. And you can forget all the shit that went on with Fright Fest before that and all that stuff. It was just a nice time. So I think they did good by bringing Holiday in the Park back. I think that was a hit for them. How does it run now? Like, is, is Holly in a park in the park or is it outside the park under oh, no, all those overheads? It's in the park now? Yeah, three sections. The only, the, they closed off the western section from the four tenths over. That was closed and Kindakot was closed. Okay. Now, I don't know what they're doing this year. They talked about opening up the entire park, but if they do, their problem is help. Yeah. So, and that was one way to control it by only having three quarters of the park open. They were able to staff it without any problems. So if well, they change that and they go to the, they go to the full park, uh, they're going to have issues. What is it like? Like what is holiday? Like are rides open during holiday? In the park? Oh, is- oh yeah, all, all the rides are open. Yeah, it blows my mind. Like thirty five degree Who weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it gets that cold, they won't run the coasters. Oh okay, yeah. Because I'm People sitting here thinking in April, so freezing on them sometimes in April. Oh. Like in December. Oh, my God. Yeah. cold enough running those rides. It's a nice time. Everything's decorated. You can buy Christmas gifts. Uh, They have food, Christmas food. Of course, they got the bars open. You know, they won't won't be the same without that. Uh, (laughs) They have some of the animals in there for the kids, you know. And they had uh, had the um, prior prior to COVID, they had uh, Santa Claus where the kids would go in and you know, do their thing with Santa Claus and they get a gift and they leave, you know? So it, it, it was a nice, it actually is a nice time there. So again, oh, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen this year. Uh, last year they didn't do Santa Claus, but it, it, people didn't miss it, I don't think, you know? So right. it, 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 it turns out okay, you know? Um, we're, me and Scott are definitely going to do it. We're, 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 we're trying to get a uh, Batman there in the bottom to go with us. We all, hey, he's, he's hard, he's hard to lock down on any Come commitments on, here, but we're, we're trying to Batman, you know, he's got a lot of commitments. Yeah. <laughs> but, Gotham uh, always wants something. <laughs> fucking Joker. Always screwing around with you, man. Um, the I'll one tell you the one thing, I'll tell you the one thing they should bring back for Fry Fest is the Hayride. 
Uh, we're we're going to talk about that. Oh, we're talking about that. Here we are. That's where we're going next, buddy. That's where we're going next. But before we jump off Holiday in the Park, um, the, the, the other thing I was thinking about is, uh, fuck, it just blanked out of my mind. God damn, you threw me off with a hayride. You threw me off the Holiday in the Park. Fuck, I had a good thought, man. I fucking forgot it. Um, I don't know. It's not going to come to me now. Um, all right, so let's why don't, why don't we switch topics here? Well, actually, first, Andy, you got anything else before we jump into Fright Fest stuff? Anything else you can think of you want to talk about, ask Neilio about, anything? No, it's just uh, everything that's uh, he talked about since then, you know, since we've been there, you know, it's just completely foreign to me. I haven't been there in so long. I well, don't even uh, think I'd recognize it. You knew it changed when he wasn't calling it by the one numbers anymore. He was like yeah. 220, yeah, exactly. 230, 260. I was like, oh, like, that's a recent that? guy. That's not our guy. That's a recent guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. the numbers but are different. That, no, but I do remember it was fun when I was working 120. John worked 130. You know, he, him and uh, Kenny were generally 130. Yeah. And yeah. me and you were 120 a lot. And that was, uh, you know, the end of, I guess, the good times before it started <laughs> to get real difficult yeah. there. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, we had some nice times. Yes, it was, it was good. It was good. We did. We enjoyed ourselves. It was fun to work there then. Now, there ain't no fun there anymore. Yeah, no. it sounds like, man. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, um, yeah. Danny confirmed it. Uh, he, wrote, he wrote Nitro in the winter. <laughs> it's freezing. Yeah, fuck that, you man. Die. Fuck that oh, noise. Fuck. Seventy um, mile an hour wind chills and yes, <laughs> like what the hell is that? That's crazy. So so let's jump into Fright Fest since it is the uh, the Halloween episode. Um, so it's funny. Fright Fest actually started during our time. Fright Fest at Six Flags started in ninety two, um, and uh, which one call it? Our last year, 97, was considered a sixth annual Fright Fest. So we actually made it through six Fright Fest. Some of you, like Pluso, you made it to 98, I think. So you made it through seven. Um, prior to 92, what they were doing were Halloween weekends. They were doing their Halloween weekends. And that's back when we were just doing work crew. And basically, yes. we, we were taking toxic chemicals. And God, you guys, how, how do we make spider webs? Explain how, how the park got decorated even, on work. Crew. I don't even know what was in the like the chemicals Who we were knows? touching, but it was just it felt nasty. Like it was just it stayed wet forever. Like <laughs> is the best way to describe it. Like the fire <laughs> retardant. You know, you know you weren't going to catch fire. Yeah, although i did watch a show and somebody was like yeah they tested me and i had all this fire retardant chemicals in me and like i was like they probably worked fright fest with us <laughs> yep no yep. shit no shit man but uh yeah i mean closing work crew a big part of our closing work crew which we've had a whole episode where we talked about opening work crew but we never really talked about closing work crew Closing work crew was the kickest thing in the world because closing work crew, you weren't rushing anymore. You were basically right. winterizing the rides that they were already deciding were closing down for the season and they were done. So, you know, things like the Irrawaddy Riptide, you know, the, the baby moon flume, that thing was closing down. We weren't going to run it well, anymore. So, there was no load testing, you know. but it was still plenty cold. And Well, know, that was yeah, a good part, though. Yeah. You were cold, but, you know, it was more leisurely. You weren't rushing to do load I testing. Mean, you weren't lifting heavy stuff. Because we all know that not everybody here was. Oh out my there God, are you going to bitch that you're in the back of the truck right now? <laughs> Where is this going? I we, mean, all, we all know that, you know, only I'm two sorry, people ever did me and Andy were in the, in the cab of the truck. <laughs> Some of us were. Uh, news for you. Neil was in the tailgate. Going into fucking the free fall shit. Yeah. 
Hit yeah, stop up. your bitching. Stop your bitching. <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, you two schlubs at the bottom. Nelio was a cab driver with us. He stayed in the warp, so fuck you. He's on our side. <laughs> That's what I said. It's only two of us here who know the, uh, you know, yeah, the, the we know both story. sides. We know hey, both sides hey, of the coin. Some supervisors <laughs> had to stay with the regular people in the back and control them. Okay, that was sure, your job. Sure, all right. Yeah, there was no control, work, man. Though. This isn't February work. We are. Right there, scheming with them. We were like, "All right, when they get back with the truck, you you jump them. We'll take the keys." And that's why you ended up in games at the end of your career, and then out of the park, Scott. That's why. Yeah. I made a good solid six weeks in games. I gotta say, oh shit, it is funny though because the end of work crew really just consisted of like closing down rides, cleaning up garbage, you know, because you finally got a chance to really clean the park when it went weekends only. And making fucking spider webs. I mean, I swear to God, that's what I remember the most is like, we didn't yeah. even help really. I don't remember help decorating. I don't ever remember putting them up really. And no, I think I we do. either. Did, did, did we do it the, the first couple of years? Gun oh, that's right. Like we did do that. You're right. We did yeah. hang them. Fuck. I we totally forgot everywhere. about that. I forgot about that. But yeah. I, I, I mean, it seemed to me like the, I swear, the only thing I remember that really always sticks out is fucking playing with the fire retardant chemical and making them <laughs> so that they can't get lit on fire. And I was just yeah. like, nothing's ever going to get lit on fire. And they would give everybody, fuck. you know, exacto knives. Remember yep. we had to, we yeah. had to twist them all up, slice them with a big razor Slice them up. Yeah. Oh, I do or, remember the exacto knives. Dip them in, yeah. the, in the flame retardant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, outside of fucking helping the safari... I don't remember anything else on closing work crew. What the fuck else did we do? Nothing. <laughs> we only had, had two weeks to get everything closed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, there was always I lots think of I cleaning. remember covering phones. Did we yeah, cover, we cover phones? Oh, garbage yeah, bags. garbage bags. We have to phones. collect every little item. Yeah, everything had to be out of the sign-off boxes. Yeah, collecting right. all the books. Yep, yep. Oh, wait. I do remember one thing that we would do. We would shove people underneath the stations to clean them the fuck out. Any station had an underneath area with all the leaves underneath right, right, the fucking right. the, the music so express. The oh, music yeah. express sucks. Oh yeah, yes. I do remember that. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. All right. So outside of that, basically, I, I will say, you know, um, so I'll give a quick recap of 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 the rest of Fright Fest. Basically, um, you know, uh, the first year of the Hay Rides, you know, of Fright Fest was 1993. Okay, so technically it was their second year. Um, the Hayrides were were named during our time. They were named um, Hayrides to the Unknown. Then it was Nightmares. Then it was A Tale of Leeds Point. Then it was In Court Presents Hayrides to the Unknown. Then it was The Nightmare Returns. And then we get to 2003, which was where it goes back to being the Unknown Hayride. And then that was it. 2003 was the last year of the Hayride. Oh, which surprised me and scott because we actually didn't even know they stopped the hayride so when we got our fucking you know our little passes let two sundays ago we're asking her like when did they get rid of the hayride and she actually said to her credit scott she said i think 2003 and i was like i looked at scott and i was like no fucking way to stop in 2003 that was the best she was right i know yeah. right it totally was yeah. i agree man mm -hmm. and Definitely. uh the fuck that the crazy thing about the hayride is that that's actually the reason why I love you so much, Neilio. And that's not a joke. Like we we work together as supervisors. We cross paths with each other. We were never direct seasonal soups together, though. No. We would. We, you always had. A, you were always in a different section. So it was like someone I knew, and I I have good laughs with you when I saw you, but I never really worked with you. But then my last year 
when they went weekends only in 97, I got fucked over and my position, my full-time position in games got eliminated. And I, that could have been the end of my GA story. Meaning that all those years I spent actually having a career in a park could have went on a very dismal note. But Billy was like, Hey, it's weekends only still I could use to help. If you want to come and work the hayride for the rest of the year, yeah. he's like, you'll just be working a hayride with Neilio. Neilio's in charge of the hayride for rides and come on over, like finish out the year with me. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. So I went over and it was literally, and Andy, you were still in games. So you didn't get to have this fun, but it was literally Peluso, Scott, me and Neilio. And it was the absolute funnest fucking time yes, I had that was in, the like, best. in like I mean, the last yeah. four well, years. That sounds like kind of like it was the first couple of years. It was exactly Those like the so first much year. Fun. It, it was, was exactly like through, it. Like Monday through Thursday. And yep. Friday, you come in at like five o'clock and we just work the, the hayride. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was the best. There was no responsibility anymore. I didn't. I wasn't a oh, supervisor. Right, and left the guys park. were busy trying to open and all the rides. Like get on a tractor, drive a tractor, we sitting there yeah. Yeah. My Coco, driving the hayride around. Yeah, that was the best. Because yeah. I had quit in like July, and I came back to drive a tractor for the last few weeks. That was awesome. I had a great time. Greatest time. That was actually part of work crew getting the tractors ready. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. how I learned. I had yeah. to learn to drive stick on the tractor. I was teaching crew in the parking lot in the employee so he couldn't drive I remember the the rental company would drop them all off and everybody would be picking tractors. Oh no, I want to really big wheels. Well, also I think we had 12 tractors that were rented and we had a couple from landscapes. We had like 14 or 15 tractors every night on the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There yeah, were a couple tractors. Lines. It was unbelievable. There were. Yeah. And there were a couple tractors, though, that there was a reason we ran to those tractors. There were a couple tractors that ran fucking fast. They yeah. were like yeah, the Porsches of tractors. Like, yeah, remember those? Yeah. And we knew which ones it were. And as soon as like it came time to pick the tractor, it was like, me and Andy were dicks about that. So we were like, that's fine. <laughs> 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 the only person, Are you the kidding only me? I wanted the slowest tractor was, possible. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I still can't believe they let me drive. <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't want the old tractor sucking the diesel fumes all day. That's yeah. all I have. Oh, yes, yes. We have maintenance to those. So fucking funny. I, all right, so I heard a rumor, and John, you're the only one that can confirm this. One of my favorite things about that time, too, was that once nighttime came and it got really fucking cold out, Granny would come out from Granny's kitchen and give us fucking mm -hmm. hot cocoa oh, and man. hot cider, and I fucking she was awesome. I fucking loved Granny. Yeah. And then I heard a rumor and saw it posted on one of the X Six Flag sites that she got fired for giving food out to employees. Is that? True? Oh, that's not a rumor. Yeah, I never heard that. No, that's not a rumor. That happened. Did it really? Like, I never heard that. I'll just say I know who did it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that she was stealing. Okay, so hold yeah. on. So we're not talking she didn't get fired for like what she was doing for us, like that type of thing where she was actually helping employees by giving them like hot cocoa in the cold. She actually was doing something different inside the There was the something else. I don't know all the details, incident. but yeah. All right, all right. Organized yeah. crime ring or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was awesome. Stuff. She was such a sweet yeah. lady, you oh, know, yeah. but yeah. apparently doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That sucks, Al. That sucks, man. Yeah. Granny's one of my favorite members. I mean, literally, working for Neilio that last, those last weekends only, have it, and that was also the best because the first year, it was, I think, like me, 
Andy and Kenny were technically in charge of it that first year. So it was a right. little more stress. Yeah, it was a little more stress because we actually had some responsibility. And like, you know, if wagons were hitting fucking Koala Canyon bathroom or shit like that, like <laughs> we, were, we were in trouble. But that last fucking year, it was all you, Neilio. You were just tell us what to do. We'd be like, all right, boss. And that was it. We didn't Hell yeah. Shit. It was so fucking fun, man. That was the best time for me. I love doing that shit. That was great. Was so great, dude. It was so awesome, man. Um, yeah, it's great. But I also remember some of the things I loved about the, the, the hayride. Uh, the first year they did the hayride, um, it, it was supposed to be um, the chemist nightmare. That's what it was. 1994 it was the chemist nightmare. So it was supposed to have a mad scientist. So Bill Haggett, if you remember, we ran the wagons and we were in charge of that. And there was a story. I don't remember. And, and it seemed like they tried to have stories years after. But that first year, there was actually supposed to be a story of the mad chemist slash scientist. And all the different sections of the hayride were supposed to be parts of his like devious plan. And at the end, there was an actor who was in a mad scientist outfit and Bill Haggett, who was in charge of four star entertainment. And they ran the actors inside. He hired me because he heard that I did special effects, which I was. I was going to school in Pittsburgh for. He hired me to make the guy's head. And he basically said, I, I was like, well, what are you envisioning? And he goes, I want I vision to be like a brainy scientist. And I said, what if I make a fucking brain and it pulses? <laughs> it pulses. And he was like, I love it. And I was like, done. So I made it so it was like basically it, it was like a latex hat that the, the actor could pull over his head. OK. And I knew who the actor was. I met him and everything. Sized him out. He had a standard size head, nothing special. So I was actually able to take a, a general mannequin head. And I created a latex brain that had two um, we call them bladders. They were basically like balloons inside of each side. Tubes ran down into the back behind his uh, lab coat and in his pockets. He had two tubes that if he had two like little compression things. And if he squeezed them, his brain would pulse. Okay. <laughs> and to hide the seams, we put crate like a crazy scientist wig around this side. So he kind of had like the three stooges look, you know, like he had that type of hair, you know. And uh it looked really, really fucking cool. The dude put it on the first time, was like, I don't want this on my head. And I was like, This is what they want you to have on your head. This is what you've been hired to put on. And he was like, Okay. And I was he was like, Well, how's this? thing work and i showed him how the bladders work i turn around i shit you not i turn back he goes yeah they're not working anymore he pulled the fucking tubes out of the fucking bladders <laughs> and he knew that the way he pulled them out they couldn't go back in right and i was like jesus christ so i just went and told bill i was like look here it is i showed him it before the guy ever put it on so he saw it working on my mannequin head and then i told him what the guy did and everything and he was like whatever just as long as he wears it i shit you not Two nights into it, the dude pulled the thing off so the seams were visible on purpose. He pulled the hair off so that way they would see it and it would look bad so he didn't have to wear it anymore. So the whole thing that I got paid to do lasted a matter of two fucking nights. And I was like so fucking bummed about that. But, you know, whatever, you know, that's just a little tale of the first night of the hayride that we worked, you know. Um, fucking knucklehead. Um, I also remember... The ending of the hayride, and I don't know how many years this went, so you would know better than me, Neilio. Always, as the hayride was leaving, the exit gate behind Buccaneer would always be Oingo Boingo's Dead Man's Party. That fucking song was playing every fucking time <laughs> as you went through there. And I love Oingo Boingo, so for me, I was like, yeah, Daddy Alpin, you know? Like, it was so much fucking fun. I, like, you were there a lot longer than us. And now, did you work the hayride every year all the way to the end? Yes, every year. They put me in charge. Phyllis put me in charge of it. 
how did it evolve? Like, I mean, so we left in 97. We left after like basically year three of the Hayride. Like, did it yeah. still run the same way or how did that yes. change for you? We ran, we ran it the same way up until 2003. And then in 2004, when I left and the shit hit the fan at Six Flags, they eliminated the Hayride that year. They didn't have it in 2004 and never came back. That sucks. Um, that, was that was a bummer. That was a bummer, man. Today, people still ask. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Our opening commercial was deliberately picked because it actually had Hayride to the Unknown in it. I was like, that's so cool. It has a Hayride in it, you know? Like, that's pretty oh, badass. Really? I mean, yeah. The props they had back then. I don't, know. I don't know if you remember the one year they had the Voodoo Man. Remember the Voodoo Man? I do. Oh, yeah. Holy I shit. Do. He used to scare the piss out of people. Yeah. <laughs> It was I, I love the shout out to the Crypt Keeper, man. I used to love to go over and uh, go over and sit next to him and listen to those jokes, man. I love those bad jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crypt Keeper was the shit. <laughs> yeah, they went through so many variations of what would they would have in the back. Although I do remember that last year we did work. We While we had the best time in the world, the inside of the Hayride sucked and was never staffed. You remember that? Like that was a problem. Like we would be sending wagons through and they'd have two zombies in the graveyard that typically would have like eight. And it was like, everybody always seemed to be on break. Like everybody in the acting. There were some bad break. times. Yeah. There yeah. were some bad runs. There were some embarrassing runs. Like you're going through and you're just like, well, also yeah. here's, here's one of my favorite. Neil, you're going to remember this. You guys are all going to remember this. Cause even the first year, Andy, you were there, this would happen. We had a pacing that was allowing everyone to enjoy each scene. But the line outside kept getting longer and longer and longer. <laughs> so we got to the last 30 minutes and they would say, everyone at full speed, drive the wagons at full speed. And we would be literally going like 60 miles per hour. I was going to say 20. I was like, I think we might've got up to 20 miles. <laughs> It was fucking scary how fast we were driving up each other's ass, though. It was you remember that we only, we're only allowed to put 25 people on the wagons. At the end of the yeah. night, we were putting 40 people on the wagon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck out of there. And there was that one spot behind Rapids that was actually like a slide spot. Where oh, do you remember if it was raining and it became a mud spot and you could actually slide the wagon down and lose the fucking wagon down there, like almost into the fucking lake. You know, yeah. so well, this was the type of thing that really should require like a CDL license. You know, what the hell was I doing? Was was people people and, was and we were I learned to drive stick in night. the parking lot. Yeah, like, I remember old like, dirt roads. Yeah, I remember Look. teaching the person or two how to drive stick just so they could drive a tractor. Right. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. they only needed to know first and second gear, basically. And that was yes, it. exactly. That's true. There. It was only for, I stayed in first, maybe second, sometimes occasionally, like when we accelerated things, yeah, but or when you're going back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fucking funny. You had, you had to keep a certain pace between the wagons and, and the tractors so that everybody oh, yeah. could see everything and they wouldn't. Wouldn't back up the actors, so so one tractor wouldn't see what was going on in front of it. Yeah, yep. well, so, shit. Yeah. In, in the first year, too, four star wanted us to have we had to put a remember, a ride attendant had to be on each wagon, yep. so we had to have a ride attendant sitting on each wagon. And four star originally had a script that they wanted the ride attendant to, to read, and none yep. of them worked shows, none of them knew how to do any of that, so it was like. We we would we, like we would end up reading it or they were reading it and nobody was listening to them in the wagon. Nobody gave two shits about it, and uh, and it was hysterical because you'd be like trying to 
read the script that's supposed to tell what's happening each scene and just no one cares. No, no one wanted to hear it at all. Yeah, it's like actually one of our one of our X Six Flags friends on here, Marie, is is in the comment section, and Marie was one of the people I specifically remember reading the script with me on the back of a hay wagon, and we just looked at each other. We're like, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's listening. We're done with this. this no one's listening. This is just stupid, you know. Like, it was so funny, man. Oh my good. god! Good times. It was good times, man. It was pretty goddamn good times. Um, <laughs> now it's weird because you go there now, and um, some of the staples from Fright Fest are still there. So, like um, over on Ski Show Path, the cemetery is still there, just like it used to be, and it looked exactly the same, just more robust. And, and I will say, as, like you were saying, the one thing I give Robbie credit and shows in general and credit for is that they would absolutely. Every year from the first year they got a budget, they would shove all that shit into the elephant barn. And every year in work crew, we'd go in that elephant barn and there'd be two things. Fucking Fright Fest props up the ass and Tony Rountree's DJ albums. They would be all over the place. Like hundreds of boxes of T-Bone's fucking DJ albums. Remember that shit, Andy? I'd be like, what the hell are these doing here, you know? But um, they they because they kept buying more props every year, I will say, like, the park looks amazing. Like, there are some seriously large, really cool Fright Fest stuff this year that me and Scott saw that's just in the middle of, like, nowhere here and there that you're just like, that's really fucking cool. Like, looks really fantastic, you know? Yeah, landscaping so, used to do a really nice job, too. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it, it's, it's definitely... It, it, that was the one thing they were smart about is keeping those props and keeping a little bit of a budget every year and buying more and more every year, you know, because it's definitely paid off. I mean, now going back like 20 years later, it's pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I got to give them a lot of credit for that. It's pretty neat. Um, all right. So before we, we, we jump off of the, the Fright Fest stuff, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you guys something that's never been seen before. So <laughs> I found footage from 20 years ago to this month, 20 wow. years ago, October of 2001, I was um, learning video editing and I had a video eight millimeter camera. Okay. And it took high eight, eight millimeter camera tapes, which look grainy as fuck now when you watch them. Okay. And I conned a shitload of Six Flags people four years after I left the park. Is how close we all still were. Conned a shitload of Six Flags people into filming a bunch of scenes that I was going to edit into a zombie movie trailer. The zombie movie. Ah! <laughs> so, so the, the ironic part is that everybody except the OEO, everybody here though, the regulars on this podcast, we're all in it. We all filmed <laughs> scenes in it. Now, now the funniest thing is that I found all the footage, hour and a half of footage. Okay. Always meant to be edited into a trailer, which I ended up, not doing because I wasn't in an editing program anymore by the time I got done with it. But I always intended to go back to it. Ironically, I found the shot list. So literally it was all there. Like everything I needed to make this trailer was still sitting there. Right. So I, whatchamacallit, I, I brought up iMovie on my fucking iPhone and you know, I haven't edited anything in over like 15 years. So I brought up iMovie though and taught myself how to use iMovie. A little easier these days. Yeah. Dude, it's very intuitive. And I spent about an hour and taught myself how to use iMovie. I pulled all the footage in. And so gentlemen, I'm ready for my close up. for the first yes. time ever. Yes. For the first time ever, I am going to show. Can you all see this on the screen? 
No. Yep. Oh, yes. There we go. Yep. Here we go. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy shit, I remember yeah, this like it was yesterday. Wow. Aaron Scott were the cops. <laughs> <laughs> you know Steve's budget was low then. <laughs> I think we have Six Flags jackets on though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there any sound? No. Can you not hear it? No. no I, can, I can only see it. No. Are you serious? You can't hear the sound? No. No sound. Oh, oh, I don't know any way I to make the sound this. go in, though. It's still gold. <laughs> <laughs> It's absolute gold, man. You always hold post hold it on Facebook with sound. Is that was that the uh, the uh, on, cult leader? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can share. will not be named. Let me see if I can share in a different way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can share in a different way. Hold on. I love that you uh you know found that and you know at least my hairstyle is a little better now. Even though it's gray, it's better than it was. <laughs> Hey, I hear it. That's better. Yeah, I got it. All right, there we go. Two bumbling oh. cops on patrol. <laughs> it's not touching your ass. They put it in the paper. They admit it on TV. It's all fake. I think they can do those moves if it wasn't fake. Yeah, some parts might be fake. When they start grabbing on, you twist them and slam them. Oh, it looks really fake. All right, man, it looks really fake. Well, as long as you think it's real, that's all that really matters. Hey, you're not a recent Satan is reading from the book of the dead. Prince of Darkness, return to our plane, these dead vermin. Return to our plane, these dead vermin. Graves full of thieves, murderers, and whores. Graves full of thieves, murderers, and whores. They may work for I. So that they may work for I. Who remains in service to you, my only true God. Who remains in service to you, my only true God. What's supposed to happen here? What the hell do you think, Monkey Spank?
as night comes again, hell is about to break loose. And the dead will walk the earth. Hey, JJ still looks the same. <laughs> That's pretty good. Nice. Good times, good times. <laughs> Yeah, there you go, guys. That's the. Uh, the I, it took me about maybe two hours to put that together. Obviously, so <laughs> now the funniest part is, Peluso, you, my cousin Andy, Kathy, me, uh, Carrie, and uh, Andy, and Chris Buchanan. We're all in a party scene that wow. was just so many different cuts i was like i have no way i'm gonna get this done before i, I just remember this over and over again being yeah. on the couch we yes were sitting on a couch you're playing you asshole. Like, okay imagine a zombie comes down yep and then we did it like <laughs> 10 times and that was it that was it. it was supposed to be a party scene with a zombie coming down the stairs into our basement yes. in the in the yes. old howl house and uh so this is my promise I don't know if we're still going to be doing this podcast a year from now, but if we are, <laughs> I have all that footage and I will re-edit it more professionally with the party scene. You know, so all uh, of us are in the trailer. Wait, if, if we are, you should like, you know, we should do like a flash forward 20 years. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're still fighting the zombies. <laughs> we're all like old and like slow. I mean, and we need like, a reboot. If 20 years later and JJ still lives with me, we could totally do it, you know? Exactly. Shoot it on an iPhone, man. It'll look great. So yeah, it would. So, uh, so here's here's some, some fun facts of that. Scott was totally right. Um, I borrowed two security outfits and went to Harry's Army and Navy and got six flags. I mean, not six flags. Got a New Jersey State um, uh, Patrol uh, patches. Put them on the uh, the jackets and just got badges so that they, that made the cop uniforms. Um, we all made the cutting room floor except Scott because he's such a good actor with Gary. I had to leave him in there. So. <laughs> um, Brenda, Agreed. the female zombie, she had to do that scene three times. It was freezing out yeah, and we fully buried her 100%. She breathed through a straw. Every take before we we would remove the straw and then she'd count the three and then come up and she did that shit in that cold so yeah that was pretty cool um, and the cemetery scene with um, with our our friend the the satanist and the cult leader that that's thirty seven minutes of retakes to finally get to that one cut which that cut was actually exactly what was in the script that was actually perfect but we were laughing so hard we had so much fun making this that all the outtakes is cutting because we couldn't stop laughing the uh the scene with gary and scott being the cops was the exact same thing i let them ad lib and all of a sudden they would say shit so fucking funny we'd all start cracking up and be like fuck we gotta redo it so we'd have to go back and do it over again yeah, it so, was a good time it was pretty goddamn fun man that was pretty cool all right so here's a couple other things um so 
Do you guys, did, during Fright Fest, we would visit sometimes other theme parks, like for like, you know, during like the Halloween time. Um, I remember we, a bunch of us took a trip to Spooky World and it was, uh, it was my roommate at the time, Dan, it was uh, Shorty, um, Stacy, uh, high Chick, I think. Um, and we went to Spooky World, which was a, a, an amusement park in Berlin, Massachusetts that I don't think is, I don't think they have it anymore, especially probably because of COVID, but it used to be huge. And it was basically, it was a, a Halloween themed amusement park that would just open up with nothing but haunted attractions. They would have a guy with a chainsaw that would actually like make like Elvira's out of a log, like using a chainsaw, <laughs> like the guy could like literally carve it into like masterpieces. It was crazy, but it was basically a horror theme park that would just open up for like two months. And, uh, that was so much fun visiting those other parks. I remember Hershey Park did their own version of Fright Fest and, uh, that the park looked amazing there too. Um, I also remember me and Scott going one year to spooky world yep. and not checking the weather and drove one Saturday all the way to Berlin, Massachusetts to fucking get completely vacationed. We drive up and it's <laughs> rained out and it has a side saying, sorry, due to weather, the park is closed today. Uh, no, <laughs> no shit. We drove all the way to fucking Massachusetts. Yeah, and that was pretty internet was What can you it, say? Yeah, I think we ate KFC and drove back home. <laughs> yeah, that's like the saddest fucking trip ever. Yeah. But, um, did you guys ever do that? Did any of you guys ever like go to any other like like you know like the fright fest up in any other theme parks or anything? No, never went to any other theme park. Never made it on any spooky world trips. Uh, I remember they do a lot of like local um, hay rides and stuff though. Yeah, out in, like Monmouth County, you know, out in uh, you know, all those farms we had. Yep, yep. I that I was big on those. I had a book at the time, like back back in like. The end of the 90s, all the way through the early 2000s, I had a book where every year I would just scour the web on all the local hayrides and haunted houses. I'd print it out. I'd put it in a book. And every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if I wasn't working at the park, that's what I was doing. I was going to somebody else's haunted hayride nice. or anything. And, and I, I fucking loved it. I, I just had so much fun doing that back then. Um, what about you, Blue? So did you ever do any of the other fright shit? Not really then. I, you know, I got to say, like, as much fun as I had at our hayride, uh, you know, at times I felt like I needed to turn around and yell boo because it was like, it sucked, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, you know what I mean? But, you know, Universal Horror Nights, like, I've gone maybe 15 times now. Uh, I absolutely think that's the greatest thing. Um, I mean, it, it shits on, <laughs> you know, what we Oh, what I we love it too. I, I, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah it's I, unbelievable. I went um, back when they were doing the parade. They first started the parade and it was like, I got to say they had, they had such a smart fucking gimmick, man. So universal did a parade every single night. They did a horror parade and they would throw fucking beads. It was, it was their version of a horror. Yeah, Mardi Gras. Yes. But yes. they would have a box. They would have special beads that would only be that night. So like, there'd be like beads that were like vampire fangs all the way around your bead thing. Right. Yeah. And they would all look like Mardi Gras beads and they would throw them out. You know, as the parade went, they throw them to the, to the guests in the crowd there would be boxes only thrown out one night for the whole fucking season. So those things became eBay fodder. And, and, but yeah. even worse, <laughs> like you go back to the fucking resorts and people would be like, Holy fuck. You got one of those. I'll trade you 80 of these beads for that one bead. Like people were like nuts for these fucking beads. And I was like, nice. Universal got the gimmick. They know how to do this shit, man. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, smart. No. Yeah. And, no, uh, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm going to say, man, you, 
even me and Scott went through all of the attractions this year. And I mean, I can't compare them to, I don't know if they're any different than how they were over the last five or six years. I don't know what's been affected by COVID to a point where it's, you know what I'm saying? It's a lower version of what they offered in the last few years. I have no idea, but I will say like, some of them were good. Some of them were really not good. They were real garbage. Like they were just like, it was clear where they were going for quantity. They wanted like eight, haunted attractions you can go through four were really yeah. good and four were just throughput it oh, was kind of yeah. like the, it was their version of a flat ride in the haunted attraction well, world there was I mean. the one where it was like there was just like one actor that we saw the whole time yeah. Right? Yeah, the, the fucking bloodshed i'm like the bloodshed it's the most metal sounding and attraction the, yeah of we course the guy like, made fun of my farmer's tan i was like son of a bitch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, do the thing where late. they uh, do the public execution that was always pretty cool that was badass i actually forgot about that that was fantastic but i didn't see any of that um no they definitely had some shows but we didn't stay and watch the shows because we did the whole day so we were and it was a rainy day so we were kind of beat but um i don't think they do the execution anymore i have oh that was badass that was fantastic that's a good pull that was a really good one that's true um i know they still do have they have a lot of family friendly shows it looks like from because we got the brochure so we looked through it but uh i didn't see that so i don't think they do that anymore but that was pretty badass you're totally right um none of it holds a candle up to those fucking universal mazes though i mean those universal they're, mazes are yeah, fucking insane next level the quality and, is next level yeah, yeah. for sure the there's price no is next level too so that is <laughs> fucking sure too though i will say man yeah there's no doubt yeah. about that too um yeah. There's there's a there's a show on the Food Network right now. It's called Hershey Park. Um, it's called Chocolate Meltdown. Hershey's After Dark. It's a reality oh, show. Oh, I saw. Yeah, it would be right down your because you're a fucking chef. It'd be right down your yeah. fucking your, your dime. They actually they they Hershey Park looks amazing. And I don't know if they filmed it this year, like earlier or last year. I'm assuming they filmed it last year to have it airing this year. But it is a reality show where they get pastry chefs. And they go after the park closes when it looks spooky and awesome. And they give them basically components of Hershey Park uh, candies. And they have to make something that's horrific. And it's nice. really fucking cool. But they also, they they do challenges in between where they have to like ride a ride. You know what I mean? And like, and like if they don't ride the ride, they don't get certain things to make their pastries. So it's like <laughs> if they're afraid of the ride, they're fucked. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, but it was a really smart way of incorporating like the beautifulness of the park during their fright fest period with a reality show. And I was like, GA needs to get on that fucking bandwagon because I'm, I'm like mystified by the show. I watch it and I'm like, it makes me want to go to Hershey park. I have not want to go to Hershey park in like fucking 25 years. I watched the show and I'm like, it looks beautiful. I would totally go to Hershey park right now. Like this looks amazing. So, I mean, that's something I think they need to invest a little more in, you know what I mean? Try to get a little more of that advertising out there like that, like something just to make people nationally watch that. Cause that's on the food <laughs> network. Everybody's seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, the, the one other thing I will mention, I know I talked to you guys about this a long time ago. We never up on a podcast. There's a horror movie. It's on Showtime. You can definitely get it on Showtime on demand. I think this month they've been airing it a lot too. It's called Aqua slash. Okay. All one word Aqua slash. It was made in 2019 and it is a slasher movie based in a water park that looks exactly like Adventure Rivers before they shut Adventure Rivers wow. down. Oh, yeah? It is literally a water park that basically only has three water slides and like one little pool lagoon. And the bigger water slide is slightly bigger than the Asian Tower was. 
and it's got a slasher, which is a, a assumed either park employee or a guest. You don't know, but the park is a buyout for the weekend. Every single year, the graduating class of this town where the park is buys out the water park. And it's just the seniors have that water park for the whole weekend. And they do like, you know, like challenges on the slides and everything. And it's in the fall. Okay. And it's so fucking funny because like, they have a killer. That's the idea of the movie. They have a killer. And you don't know if it's one of the kids or if it's one of the employees, but it is the funniest. If you've ever worked in Adventure Rivers, it is so satisfying because like one <laughs> of the kills is like an employee that is annoying is at the top of the slide and the killer just pushes him off the fucking tower. Just boom, boom. And you're like, man, there's been some times I want. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. You had to go up there for like a guest complaint that was so ridiculous. You're like, I ran off all these fucking stairs for this. Jesus Christ. Right. And then the best is the best is they start putting traps like saw in the tubes. So they start they start small where he just puts like one razor blade in. So, you know, somebody's going down a slide and they like they get their arm cut off and they're like, "Ah, what the fuck?" right? But then and I'm going to get I'm going to ruin a little bit of the finale cuz this is a selling point on <laughs> this movie, okay? The guy takes the tubes and starts putting cross razor beams in, okay? Like there's razor blades around like across like this in the tube. And then all these high school students are going down one after the other in a challenge and they show the bottom and all you're seeing is dismembered parts flying out of the bottom of the tube, heads, arms, torsos, blood geysering out. I'm dying because I'm like, this is like my horror dream from every asshole that I've been in Adventure Rivers. It is so worth watching. It's called Aqua Slash. Definitely check that nice. out. I mean, it is hysterical, man. Um, and I'll throw one other thing out that that is just a bummer. This is completely off off of the the fright fest stuff, man. You guys remember the bamboo? How many times we went to seaside and like GA yeah. would take over the fucking bamboo and we would hang there and get hammered. There was a while where uh, Chris from the office was actually both, I think, doing shot. She was a shot girl and like a, a t-shirt girl. Yeah, she was a bartender. That place closed like two years ago, and I, I don't know if it closed because of COVID, but it closed like two years ago, and it never reopened, and they have they formally announced it is actually being like destroyed. Like the bamboo is oh. gone. It's being, yeah, it's being – and it bummed me out, man, because like – first of all, do you guys remember the fake license wall? Yeah, everyone alone, got, baby. Boom! Oh, my <laughs> God. So if you got caught going into the bamboo with a fake license, they confiscated it and put it on the wall. So for the rest of the time that that place was open, your name and your whatever picture was on that license, if it wasn't yours, would always be on that fucking wall. And like Mike Simone got caught. So his license was on that wall. And it used to be so funny because for years after I left the park, I'd go to the bamboo like, you know, one winter or whatever. And he'd be like, there it is. You know, <laughs> like it's still there. You know, that was a bummer. And then uh, one of my favorite memories, we all – I think almost all of us, maybe not you, Neilio, uh, but I know Andy and I know me. We all celebrated our 21st birthday with GA people. Like, and 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 you know, my 21st birthday was at the Bamboo. We they, wow. that was the first place we went to, <laughs> and I will I will I will tell the grossest story I could tell. So, the guy, the bartender at the Bamboo, wanted to see me puke. 
So he kept giving me free shots on purpose because he was like, I'm going to make this motherfucker puke. He's good. It's his 21st birthday. I'm going to make him happy and I'm going to make him puke. And I remember every time I went up to the bar, I didn't know this at the time. My buddy Tony told me it afterwards. But every time I went to the bar, I remember the friendliest part started going, where are you putting them all? I'm like, I don't know. And I was just taking a shot, right? So, of course, I get totally shit-faced. And finally, my friends are like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. So they take me out and we're in my buddy's truck. And behind us is our other buddy's car. And we all pull out. And the people in the car see it start to rain. And they turn on the wipers. But it's not raining. It's me puking out the truck window. And we're now going 50 miles per hour. And it's coming out in a stream. And it's hitting the window. And it's directly slashing it. But the best is I'm puking so much that they truly think like oatmeal is coming out of the sky and they're actually oh. trying to turn the wipers off because they're like, it's not stopping. What is this? You know? <laughs> it was me literally puking for like five straight fucking minutes and all of oh, the fucking bar, man. Yeah. So that's my bamboo story, man. I, I'm, I'm bummed. I'm bummed that the place is closed. I mean, mind you, I don't think I've been to the bamboo in like 10 years, but still it's kind of bums me out a little bit. Like, man, that was like an iconic place for us. You know, like it kind of sucks. It's gone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna Man. do, right? What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I let's see if I have some other stuff for Neilio. I don't know if I do. I might not. What about some uh, favorite hayride stories? Any, any yeah, favorite favorite hayride stories. Shoot. You don't have any hayride stories? Yeah, no, I don't have any hayride stories. <laughs> 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 nice. Do you remember Jason uh, Neilio when he when he set the ground on fire? Oh yeah! Oh fuck yeah! I, I I'm driving by. I'm driving by. I go to. It's dark, so I went by a few times. And Skull Mountain had that band, like that wooden fence that had an yep. opening. You know, you could see. And I'm start. I'm driving by, and I see a flickering light underneath the. I don't know what the hell it was. Just some sort of weird flickering light. So it looked like it could be a fire. So I stopped the hayride, and I just say. Everyone stay inside. Don't get out of the hayride. I'll be I'll be right back. And there's trucks, you know, there's tractors coming behind and shit. But it looked like I I can't even remember how I got back there, but I get into the queue and about five yards of the floor is on fire. The whole thing's on fire. And I for some reason I remember being a little crouched down and I'm like, oh shit. I go to grab my 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 uh, radio to call it in. And all of a sudden, this huge splash of water comes and puts it all out. And I look <laughs> to my right, and it's Jason Voorhees right in front of my face. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what are you doing? And he goes, first off, why the hell are you still wearing the mask when you're doing this shit? <laughs> like, are you trying to scare me, too? So I go, what, what are you, what, what's going on here, man? He goes, oh, I was just burning off some extra gasoline. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, don't do that anymore. You don't do that anymore, Jason. <laughs> I got back on the tractor and I went and told Neilio, and he was gone. I think, like, by the second time I came around, I think Neilio was like, yeah, he's out. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't oh, kill Jason, yeah. but we got Jason fired. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as good. That's so fucking funny. Hey, our, fucking our, our, set the ground on fire. That's crazy. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Hey, our, our buddy uh, Mike Todd um, in the chat. Um, hey, Mike, he brought up that uh, that 
sometimes the hayride when you and you and him were working at Neilio would get held up because of celebrities. Celeb- a lot of celebrities would come to A-Ride. What celebrities would come there? Because I, I I, know of a ton of celebrities coming up rides, but I actually don't remember any during my time on the, on the A-Ride. Who did yeah, you yeah, yeah, Shaq O'Neal there. Who'd you Shaq Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He came, he, he rode the A-Ride, and then I had to take him up to Batman because he wanted to go on Batman. And Everybody and likes the Batman. Dickie was up there. He was a supervisor. <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, yeah, I said, he wants to go on. So we put him in the seat. Now, you know. He's a big, big guy. Big. Holy shit. So Neil was trying to push this, the, the, the seat down to get him locked yeah. in. We couldn't get him locked in. So he says, get on the other side. He says, we just got to get one click. <laughs> so I turned around. And I said to Shaq, I says, you got to take the biggest inhaling breath you've ever done. I says, and then let me know. Ready? Go. And me and me and little Dicky man, we got that click. That sucker rode four times. He said, "I ain't doing that." Four times he rode around on that. And you know, I think back about, you know, I think back about that. And I said, "Holy shit, the son of a bitch! If that thing ever ever unclicked, he's gone. Oh yeah, he would fly into the fucking air. There's no way oh, yeah. to stop him." But on that's top what of he needed it, back then was one click. And think about it, though. How uncomfortable had that fucking oh. bar had to be? I mean, yeah. seriously, because the second he let his breath out, you know, it's just like, crack, you know? Surprised like, he could, like, even breathe after that. He was absolutely ecstatic when he, when he got off there. Well, because exactly like Peluso knows, everyone loves Batman the Ride. That's oh, I want the Batman. Oh, yeah, want the I Batman. love the son of a bitch. Yeah, no, Mariah Carey. I mean, it's just so many people. Boys to men when they were at like their height would always come on Batman. It was yeah. crazy. Everybody, everybody had the right Batman. Yep, everybody. <laughs> that was that was the ride back then. That was it. That's awesome. Did you have anybody else you could think of on a hayride? Side Shack? There's so many people. I can't think of any. Uh I'm trying to think. Nah, you know what? Just it's impossible. Too long ago. I'm getting too fucking old. Oh, dude, I, it's not a joke. That's why we do this podcast. It exactly. Shit. Literally, we like it's so funny too because sometimes people bring things up and I'm like, like Andy, perfect example, man. I'm like, we never did anything with the webs, right? And it's like we fucking hung them, asshole. I'm like, oh yeah, we did hang the webs. Oh yeah. As soon it's as so he said that though. knife, I was like, I didn't get it on the the staple gun, but when you said the exacto knife, I was like, oh yeah. Rem- I I, well, then I remembered a stretch. And them we used out to and- climb up into the fort. Yep. No, we right. would go way up on the top where you weren't really supposed to go anymore. We would hang them up there. Well, that's because in our day, we went up there. We were men. We didn't give a fuck. <laughs> we knew, <laughs> and we also knew how to get up top of everything in Western, everything. Oh, crazy, so. man. That floor up there, that, that floor was so rotten, man. You took a chance every time you went up there. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is funny, too. So, Nelia, when we went, you know, like, when I went on the log flume a couple months ago, like, one of the things I was noticing was, like, me and Andy were always joking around how, you know, every morning we'd walk and wa- try to avoid all the X boards. Because when you walked around the fucking walkway, like, half the boards were X'd out, but no one would ever replaced them. So, it's like, every day, you're like, please don't let this be the day I fall through the fucking, you know, the, the catwalk, you know. But now, it's all metal. Like, they, 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 yeah, yeah, you could tell that there was some actual upgrades to some of this shit where they were just, like, Fuck their maintenance report. We're just gonna replace the whole thing, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, was, that was the worst thing walking up on that lock, from, especially when you had to walk around the spillway. Oh man, shit! Just you know, you just never knew what was gonna be your last step. Exactly. You didn't know if you were going through a board or getting fucked by a baboon. You didn't know what was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like Squid Games. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks flag, Squid Games. Totally true, man. Nice. So great. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think we're, we're about to run our time out, man. It, this shit goes so fast. It's crazy, man. But so good to catch up with you, Neilio. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't. Oh, yeah, man. Great seeing you, Neilio. <laughs> Yeah, Hell I mean, yeah. I, I can't stress enough. I could have left that park a miserable fucker being like, these motherfuckers, after all these years, they downsized me and shit can me. What the hell? And instead, I have nothing but good memories, man. I mean, I left out of there on a high note because of you guys in the A-Rod, man. That shit was just fun as fuck. Such a Hell good yeah. time, man. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had an amazing season hanging out with Andy all season, and then I wrapped it up in the last couple weekends with you guys. It was like going home. It was amazing, you know, so... All right. On that note, guys, uh, thanks to everyone who joined us on Facebook Live. Um, thanks, to everybody, for sending us commentary afterwards and the feedback we get. We love it. Keep it coming. Signing off for now, I'm Steve Hicks, and my co-hosts are... Scott Loudon. Chris Peluso. Andy Orletti. And... And John Delio. John Delio. Thank you, John. Until next time, everyone, as always... Hey guys, it was great. Thanks, Delio. Make it a great day, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Make it a great day. (laughs) Bye-bye, guys.